18 doctors. That's how many Stephanie Shaw went to for her symptoms, not to mention the $20,000 out of pocket. Menopause, and it hit her hard. Hair loss, tingling, all kinds of physical and emotional turmoil due to the change in hormones. It wasn't until she realized she was doing things she didn't need to do that she surrendered to God to figure out what was going on with her body. The more she prayed and meditated, help me with this, the more it became clear what to do next. Need some inspiration, some encouragement? You're in the right place. We focus on confidence so you will believe in yourself more, passion so you will turn it into purpose, and gratitude so you will find gifts even in the hardest of times. I'm Rochelle Condi now, and this is Unabashed You. Just ask Taylor Swift about the power of red. Her red lips are the finishing touches of her signature statement, one of elegance, style, and confidence. How can we also mirror being ourselves? Know that one tiny decision, if repeated, can lead to a new habit and a big change. Inspired by bold women, we want to share a how-to that delves into the profound impact of a simple choice. Get the step-by-step how wearing red lipstick can change your life to ignite confidence and unleash your inner strength. We're doing a live experience February 22nd on this very topic. Email to secure a spot and or to get the PDF at unabashedyou at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Good morning and welcome to the show, Stephanie. Actually, it's not morning where you are. It's afternoon, but it's morning for me. So welcome. (laughs) Regardless of the time of day, welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you. Um, Let's get to know you because you and I just now have met for the very first time. We got connected through Donna Carvada's Real 50 Over Women Over 50, which has been a lot of fun. Both uh, Stephanie and and I are going to be interviewed for Donna's project, but not till July. So we've got a lot of time, lots of time down the road. All right, let's get to know you a little bit here. Is there anything you want the listeners to know about you before we get going here? Um, just that one, I'm happy to be here. I'm a wife, mom, entrepreneur, um, workaholic in recovery. <laughs> Granny, two wonderful grandbabies, uh, and then I the host a uh, uh, weekly podcast called Hello Hot Flash, where we help midlife women control the midlife change. Oh, that's nice. Okay, that's a fun name, Hello Hot Flash. That's great. I love it. Yes. And you're, you say you're a co-host, so you've got somebody else that you do this with. No, I, I host the show. Oh, yes. host. Uh, for some reason, I thought you said uh-huh. host. Host. Okay, it's your show. Fantastic. Yes. Love that. Yes. All right. Yeah, what three words, and I'm sure you're enjoying it. What three words would you use, use to describe yourself? Um, a Christian, a okay. friend, and a creative. And creative. A creative. Yeah. yeah. And I love that mm-hmm. creative is not just, and now it's a noun too. Like you described yourself mm-hmm. as a creative. And I love that word yeah. when I think of myself as well. That's great. Those are wonderful words that begin to paint this beautiful picture of who you are. Two truths and a lie. Have you ever played this before? Do you know how this works? I have played this before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
Good. Okay. Hit me. It's kind of sad that it's easy for me to come up with the lie real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. Uh, oh, you want me to give you two truths and a lie? Okay. No, yeah, give First me all one. three. Let me give you all three. Okay, all three. All right. Um, my face has been on multiple billboards. I am the voice of the baby on Gracie's Corner. And I have had a role in many television commercials. Oh, my gosh. TV commercials. Well, this is interesting because these are all um, all centered around sort of the performing arts. You know, your mm-hmm. your face has been on billboards. You're the voice of the baby on Gracie's Corner. You've been in multiple. Um, you know, this is a tough one because uh, there, since they are all so similar in that same sort of genre, it's like how do I discern which one might not be. Um, that might not be true. I'm going to go with the voice of baby on Gracie's Corner is the lie. How'd I do? Ding, ding, ding. You got it right. <laughs> well, for starters, I don't even know what Gracie's Corner is. So that was not too hard for me to like, you know, zero in on that one. It's that I'm assuming that's a kid's show. It is. It's a kid's show they launched in 2020. Uh, and so I've watched it way too much, but the the music and the beat and the rhythm has a lot of adults watching it without their kids. So it's a oh, really wow. good, yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. Okay. And wow. I always found that the key to that game is to make them all kind of so similar that it makes it harder for someone to figure yes, out. Yes, that's really good. That's a good strategy. I like that strategy. So your face has been on billboards. And you have yeah. been in TV commercials. Is this centered around uh, the podcast or something completely different? Um, something completely different. So a guy that I went to college with works for a firm who does a lot of uh, billboards and television. And a lot of times he'll call, hey, I need someone for this commercial spot or I need someone. So that's how I've been able to do that. So it's been fun. Okay, so your friend has got your face on billboards and has also, yeah. uh, you've helped him with TV commercials, yeah? Yes, yes. Oh. I've done that. Yeah, he's a cool oh, that, guy. Yeah, that's just so fun. And how how wonderful that he knows that, hey, I can uh, turn to Stephanie whenever I, I need somebody. That's good. Yeah. And you're, yeah. you're game we went, and you're willing to go. Yeah, we got our telecommunications degrees together. So we've been doing this <gasps> together since we were like, 19 maybe and i'm 54 now so it's it's been a while (laughs) okay well how fun those are extra fun things to be able to do all right what's one because i love movies what's one of your favorite movies of all time um i have to always go with it's a wonderful life i did not watch it this but i watch it every year um, for different reasons. So sometimes you just need inspiration. Sometimes it's conspiracy theory because the police <laughs> officers in the a wonder It's a Wonderful Life are named Bert and Ernie. So right. I'm convinced that they're named after the, you know, that the, um, I'm sorry, that the Sesame Street characters are named after them. Oh, um, so right. Yeah, I watch it for different reasons every year, but it's it's a great story. And it makes you think that we really especially if we live in the United States, we really do have a good life. It may not be the life that we want or we think that we have or should deserve, but 
we do have a good life. So. You're right. That's a really good point. And I hadn't really thought about it uh, in that way in terms of the movie. You are not mm-hmm. the first person to say this is their favorite movie. You're probably, we're probably up to like a good half a dozen over uh, all the many oh, guests we've had. It, I would say overall, it is definitely the leading a movie mentioned is it's a wonderful life mm. so you're in very good company very <laughs> good company indeed yeah uh, share with us a person that inspires you yeah i had one person in mind um but i'm going to give you three and they're going to be okay. my boys and they inspire me for different reasons so the oldest inspires me as a parent he is an amazing dad i'm like hmm did I miss something? And how can I be better as a parent <laughs> and a grandparent based on the way that he's raising his boys? So he's just Aww. a good parent. The middle one inspires me uh, as it relates to my business. He's an amazing entrepreneur, super creative, comes up with some great ideas. He's been innovative forever, back to sixth grade when I'm like, that'll never work. And now people are doing some things that he thought about almost 20 years ago. Uh, so he inspires me that way. And then my youngest is uh, super creative, talented, but he's also funny and finds joy in life. So he inspires me in that way. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool that all three of your boys sort of touch different parts of your life and inspire you in those ways. That's how wonderful for your children to be inspiring to you. And that's a, the mark of um, a lot of love between going, kind of reciprocating, going both ways. That uh, yeah, that's really beautiful. Well, thank you for that. Um, yeah. Let's see, and a piece of wisdom. I always love this one. A piece of wisdom you keep handy. Yeah, I am not in control. The more I surrender, the clearer the path. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! That is so. Oh my God, so good. It's hard. It's oh so hard. Gosh. It's so hard, but it's so true. It's like oh. once you surrender, surrender, then you're like, oh, now I see. Now I understand because then you're not trying to always, you're not working at it. You're, you're not creating the path. You're surrendering the path. And then, then it becomes much more clear to you. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? We're, we also were in a series on surrender. So you don't even know that, but here is this, like, you're, you're giving me all this surrender inspiration. And we just were coming off of a, a, a surrender series. So that's beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to have to go and listen to that. Yes. Well, that makes me think, do you want to pivot and tell us more about surrender? Or do you want to go? We I had asked Stephanie to come on and talk about something unexpected, but I'm going to give you the option. What do you want to do? Either is fine with me. I'll just, I, I can briefly tell you why I surrender because life is hard right. <laughs> and because of my relationship with the Lord. So right. the, the Bible clearly tells us that's what we need to do. And I've found the more that I pray, meditate, and not just kind of surrender, oh, take care of my kids, but I'm going to XYZ, or oh, help me with this, but I'm going to, you know, help you out too. The more that I truly surrender my thoughts, my ideas, my wants, and my desire, the more 
he clearly shows me what I need to do next. And it's so hard, but it's so rewarding as well. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. Can you tell us a time, a, a story about a particular time of surrender that uh, that you could speak about that, like how you felt about it, what, you know, sort of what happened, how you were feeling, that sort of thing? Yeah. So my, I think one of my biggest surrender stories is help my health relate, um, the problems I had with my health. So in between 2017 and 2019, I was, um, going through what I now know are hormonal issues or perimenopausal issues. And during those two years, I ended up at 18 different doctors, two world medical facilities, um, $20,000 out of pocket. I couldn't drive for a period of time. I, it it was just a lot. So hair falling out, twitching in my um, eyes, tingling in my hands and feet, just like everything that you could list. And I had done all of the work. Now, mind you, surrender doesn't necessarily mean surrender, sit on your behind. Oh, do the thing. So there's things you need to do, but I was doing things that perhaps I didn't need to do. I was, I went to 18 different doctors. I went to two world renowned medical facilities. I was reaching Eastern medicine, Western medicine. I was Mm -hmm. grabbing a hold of all of these other things to fix what was going on in my body. Cause that's natural. That's what you do. Right, right, um, right. You do it. You should take care of your body. You should go to the doctor, but there was a point where I had to, there's in, in the Bible, it, it talks about um, Hezekiah who turns his face to the wall uh, um, out in prayer. And then the Lord grants him 15 more years to live. So it's like, there's this point and, and it was part of his surrender. You know, he told, you know, Lord, I've been a good Christian. I've done this. I've done that. Now I'm surrendering and asking you to uh, keep me alive. And it feels like when I did that, stopped doing all of the stuff and basically said, Lord, you know what my next steps are. I don't feel like this is going to lead to death, um, but I also don't want it to lead to me being like confined or restricted in mobility and so forth. Right. I'm surrendering all of this to you. Now you tell me which doctor I need to go to. And you tell me if I just need to sit and wait and pray and fast and do whatever else I need to do. So when I started changing the conversation from, um, hey, let's go here. And oh, I found this doctor on Google. And hey, calling a friend. Hey, have you ever had this symptom? Who did you go see? When I kind of, ch- when I changed all those conversations to relaxing, surrendering, um, and being quiet enough to listen, that's when I started to see that my health started to change. I and mean, that's when I started to, my, my healing came about as a result wow. of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in a sense, not fighting it. And there's that sort of the fine line, because like you're saying, you do have to take care of yourself and you do have to be proactive and there are steps you have to take, but you, you kind of were approaching it in a very different way. Your intention became uh just you pivoted just enough to where you were you were open to what the next steps were and you weren't kind of like you you said you weren't like grabbing grabbing and mm-hmm. so that almost paints a picture of 
of um like you know a little bit of anxiousness or a little bit of uh you know a lot of bit of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay a lot of bit of <laughs> yeah. right that's that's just so interesting that 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 shift made such a huge difference uh the way that you describe that is really is very impactful yeah. being able there's, to do it that way yeah, it is. There's a story I just thought about. Um, so part of that shift, as I mentioned, it was like, okay, Lord, I need to hear from you if I'm, I need to do X, Y, Z, but I'm still going to go to the doctor and so forth. So my husband wasn't, was off work at that time. My oldest son was, a, my baby son was a senior in high school. So there was flexibility my, with people taking me to my doctor's appointment. I'll just say that. But for some reason, no one could take my, I had a girlfriend who had total flexibility at work. She was taking me to doctor's appointment. Like no one could take me. And I ended up calling uh, a lady from a church who was actually a prayer, a prayer partner at that time. And she came to my house and we made the plans for, you know, her driving me like an hour and a half away. And we both sat there and she's like, I don't know if you're supposed to go. I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to go either. But she said, but we're going to go. And I said, okay, we're going to go. But it was my point of surrender. So part of my prayer became, Lord, if I'm not supposed to go, I can't hear it. I don't know. So I'm going to do it. And you're going to have to stop me from going. The state of Ohio shut down that day. Oh, It was at least Northeast Ohio. Like you could not get out of your driveway because of the snow. They were telling you to stay off the roads. There was no clearance and so forth. So I'm like, all right, the Lord shut down the state. <laughs> I, you know, some people may think that's weird. That's spooky no. or that's just coincidence. It was not a coincidence because he knew that I could not. I'm like, I don't want to go through one more test. They're not giving me any results and I'm surrendering. So I, I'm surrendering, but I'm still stuck because I'm like, you know, should I still be doing this? You know, right, just like just, right, right. And we, it was, it was actually hilarious. We were talking on the phone, like, I guess we got our answer. She's like, I guess we got our answer. And so I didn't go, but that, that's what I believe surrender is when you can, when you make that true surrender, he will in turn respond. And again, you can define it as coincidence or this just so happened or whatever, I believe that it was part of my surrender and that the Holy Spirit allowed that to happen. Right. Wow. What a great story. And I really am so thrilled that your wisdom had to do with surrender because I've been right in the middle of all the surrender stories, which has been just a great place to sit back and listen to other people talk about these instances in their life where it's it's that letting go, let God, you know, if we, yeah. you know, could, could put it yeah. that way. But that does not mean that you have stopped doing your part. Right, right. Exactly. I could not, I, we have an orange couch in the house. So I always say, I sat on the orange couch for almost two years. I could not just sit on that orange couch. Like I had work to do. I mean, there was, there was, I needed to start exercising more. I needed to start eating more balanced food. I needed to go to the doctors and get my um, blood work done. Those are things, those are practical things that I think we're called to do in order to take care of our body. But there also becomes a point where um, trust becomes part of the conversation as well. So do I trust you enough to surrender this part of my life Mm -hmm. and then 
trust you enough for my healing and trust you enough for you to tell me what else I need to do because you've seen, just like I said with Hezekiah, Hezekiah had done all the all the stuff. Um, you've seen that I've done all the stuff. Now I just need to give it back to you, which I should have done in the beginning. <laughs> I kind of did, but at a, I want yeah. deeper. I need to give it back to you so you can direct my path more. <laughs> right. In a deeper sense, I would say, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I love that question. Do I trust you enough? Because there is a relationship between surrender and trust, isn't there? I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. Yes. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Trust and faith and all of that goes along with surrender. And, um, and again, just maybe not un- not knowing if you're going to hear right. So that's back to trust again. Uh, so right. yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> right. And, and so clearly what you went through, this health issue became a fuel for your podcast, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It became, it became fuel for my entire, the next whole phase of my life. So about 10 years prior, I'm like, Lord, I want to do something in food. Like I was uh, practicing vegan slash vegetarian, depending on the you know day of the week. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, sometimes I go vegan for like three weeks. And I'm like, yeah, I, I need an egg. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, but I had been asking for 10 years, I want to do something. I want to open a vegan restaurant, or I want to do something nutrition, or I want to help other people. So I kept asking, but I wasn't doing anything about it. Like the, these courses kept popping up on my screen and like, I'll do it later, do it later. So when I got sick, part of, part of what I think kept me in that space so long of being ill and part of what got me out of that space of of being ill is that there was a purpose behind here. So I, So if I had had the perimenopausal symptoms for three, four months, I wouldn't be sitting here right now because I would have gotten better, moved on, kept running my nonprofit or got another corporate job or something like that. But he kept me in that space for almost two months. So, you know, just being honest, my branding story was created out of it. You know, 18 different doctors were um, out of that was created conversations like this. Out of that was created my... um, uh, ability to coach women and not just tell you about estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, tell you, oh, this is what it did to my body. And this is how I overcame. And these are the the mushrooms that I took and the supplements that I took. And it, it gave me um, an opportunity to learn and educate myself that I would not have taken the time. Right. And he knew I wouldn't have taken the time in order for me to, to get to where he needed me to be. So yes, this the reason Hello Hot Flash exists is because 10 years prior I had said I wanted to be here. I didn't do anything about it. And I'm not saying God um punished me or no 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 you know something bad to me and all that other stuff. I'm saying he provided me with an opportunity right to do what I've asked him to do an opportunity that I was not stepping out on. And I also feel like Part of this work is just starting because I feel like there's a bigger stage and a bigger conversation, not necessarily for me to be out front, but just a better and a different conversation about how we as women are loving on ourselves, how we're taking care of our bodies, how we're implementing self-care. What are we doing? 
we having conversations with our boss? How are we building confidence so that we can be the women that he called us to be? So long story say, yep, that's how the podcast started. (laughs) Well, I love that. And to me, that speaks to, you know, one of my favorite verses, which is Romans 8, 28, for we know that God causes all things to work for good. And this is one of the things that you went through that didn't feel very good at the time, but he used it for good to to go out and uh, help other women because, you know, I think we're talking about it more, the whole menopausal conversation, but I think we need to talk about it even more, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, um, first of all, I was in Romans 8 this week and we have a family group chat and there was a verse that one person sends a verse every morning and then we kind of talk about it. But I'm like, you guys need to read the whole chapter of Romans 8 uh, <laughs> this week. I said, for some reason, it's all yellow. I highlight the whole chapter. I hadn't been in there in a while. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, I totally I totally forgot what I was going to say, though. Something really good. No, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> no everything um, you'd said is really good. <laughs> I was, I'm just teasing about saying it was really good. Um, something about him bringing all things together. I'll think of it in, in a minute. Yeah. 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 Romans 8 is. Right. And the fact that you, you know, your branding story was created out of this and now you are helping so many people. You, He helped you help yourself and now yeah. you get to help others. And I imagine through the podcast, through coaching, that you have been able to really be helpful. And isn't that there's there's when we're able to help others, when we're able to serve others, there's something so fulfilling and joyous about that really you know taking what you've personally been through and being able to you know lend a hand to somebody who needs it yeah yeah and i love a service exactly exactly and i like that you said how we are building confidence because that's something we like to talk about on this show and i i don't think that we and that's another thing, even though confidence conjures up way different images than menopause, I don't know that we talk about that enough either, because I think sometimes uh, the very people that need confidence don't realize they need confidence. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. That makes perfect sense. And I think there's a direct alignment between your perimenopausal symptoms and your somewhat lack of confidence because mm. I think with confidence you become more bold when you go in that doctor's office so you're asking the right questions you're not letting them ignore you walk out of the room and so forth you're more confident in your speak um confidence is also bold conversation so as women we have a lot of stress sometimes that stress is because we're afraid to speak our mind or use our yes. voice not saying you need to be, you know, smart, loud, and obnoxious. I'm just saying right. you like you need to have these bold conversations with people. Um, and a lot of times that's lack of confidence. So that was a that was a barrier for me. Some actually the same person that was supposed to drive me to Cleveland uh told me that one time, but she said that about my confidence, the Holy Spirit had already told me, so it resonated with me. So that was something I started to work on. So I had uh, a couple of people that were, when I was sick, I had sciatic pain the entire time and I had pain in my shoulders. I couldn't turn my neck left or right. That was one of the reasons I chose to stop driving. So I would like drive and kind of move my body from the side to side. Well, when I had a bold conversation with someone, super respectful, it's totally changed the relationship. 
I did this with a couple of people and changed all the, all the relationships. My pain in my neck started to subside. My sciatic pain went away. And now if I feel any of that, I can stop and think, oh, what's going on? Do I need to have a conversation with someone? Is it me? Am I lacking confidence in this area? Am mm-hmm. I stressed out? And that, and then like breathe into it, pray about it, and it's going away. It's like not sitting there for six months and so forth. So it's it's confidence and, and your perimenopausal symptoms, specifically stress, anxiety, depression, all of those, that, that root of those is a lot of times confidence. You need to be confident enough to speak up for yourself, confident enough to say that you need self-care, confident enough to say that your words or your actions are hurting me and causing me stress and making my menopause worse and, and so forth. So it's this whole trickle down. Oh my gosh. I, it's everything you're saying is really just, just these nuggets, just these beautiful, (laughs) just a lot of goodness, so much goodness here. And I I love how you are, you know, talking about the self-care and if you are, are taking good care of yourself and you are willing to take that risk and have those bold conversations, you do create more space within yourself to feel confident. And again, I love too how you said respectful. It's respectful. We're not talking about cockiness or arrogance or ego or pride. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about just being the fullness of who you are in that moment taking responsibility, being accountable to yourself and saying, hey, this is a conversation I need to have. This is what's on my mind. This is what's happening. And let's let's tackle this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's not always easy. <laughs> no, it is. No. Yeah, I just re- I recorded an episode like right before we got on here. I think it's 125 maybe. But um, and I, I talk about that like, having a bold conversation requires a strategy. So before you have that conversation, think, is it that person? Or maybe it's you, because a lot of times I've wanted to have bold conversations. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm the cause of that. Um, And then also like, (laughs) I should probably shut up. Um, Also, yeah, yeah, you have to think about this. And then mapping out the conversation. Oh, I know this person and they're going to say this. So let me think ahead of time what I will say in response. So I'm not blaming them. I'm owning my part and then moving forward. And then even setting like a time or a day for you to uh, have that conversation, I think is really huge as well. Blindsiding someone like, hey, let's talk right now, or I need to talk to you right now about (laughs) this. That, you know, it puts you on the defense. Like you're like, wait, what, what did I do? And I'm coming right back at you. So I think there's a strategy in having these types of bold conversations um, with people, but that it's it's worth it in the end. Absolutely. The strategy, mapping it out and almost making like, is this a good time to talk? And if it's not, when is a good time to talk? Just really, really strategizing the whole thing so that you feel really empowered and full of confidence, back to confidence, mm-hmm. to be able to have the conversation, express your needs, get some feedback, collaborate with that person and um, come up with a plan and move forward. Well, I can see that your your um, guests and your audience are very uh, blessed to have you at the helm, helping them through 
all of this. And I, I really did not have any, I mean, yes, there's a little bit of a, a clue that your podcast is called Hello Hot Flash, but we've not really had a conversation about all of this. So this has been absolutely delightful. Is there anything else that you want to say as we wrap up here? I just want to say thank you for this opportunity to share. I always love to have these types of conversations. And I really love when I can, uh, a lot of times I talk about, oh, I ate this or I exercised that way. But when I can tell what really got me healed or got me to that other side and talk about the Lord, I love those conversations. So thank you for allowing me to do that as well. Absolutely. And the whole point of of our show is to show up as you. I would never Mm -hmm. want you to think that, oh, I have to say this or do that or not say this or not. Do you know what I mean? Just know you come as you and let's talk about you. That's just beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. What a pleasure this has been. I look forward to uh, continued conversations down the road. Thank you. It all became fuel for her podcast, Hello Hot Flash, where she shares her experience and has other guests on to help women who need support. We can be afraid to speak our mind, and Stephanie is big on encouraging women to build confidence. Sound familiar? And I like the connection she makes between surrender and trust, a point well made and one worth remembering. And now a closing prayer. God, may we share our stories in the hopes it will help us feel less alone and that it may support and encourage others. Thanks for all you do for us in this life. Amen. Need a lift? Reach out. We're here. Today, may you be a little more unabashed. Be more you. No one else can.